Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So glad to be with you once again on Watch Therefore. You know, the Bible is not a politically correct book. And therein lies the confrontation the world has with the true and living God today. Because as the world tries to create a God in its own image that is okay with the world's sin, and so much of the church today, or what professes to be the church, doesn't truly believe in the God of the Bible because they don't believe the Bible is the Word of God. And so, um, I have to teach the Word of God from the perspective of the one who says He is the Lord and He doesn't change. And, and, and so, today's teaching is so important for all of us to know. And I'm going to ask you to pray with me that the Lord would help me and anoint me to teach it accurately and tell you the truth in love. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your powerful, wonderful, truthful word that is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Please bless the teaching and hearing of today. Please bless all of our viewers today. We ask it, Holy Father and Messiah, Jesus' name. Amen. So we're in the book of Jude, and I'm going to start in verse 3. And of course, Jude uh, is James's brother. Uh, and they were half-brothers of Messiah Jesus, as Miriam or Mary is their mother, but Jesus' Father is God. He's God the Son, the only begotten Son of God. And of course, Jude and James' father is Joseph. So having said that, we're going to do some review reading from this one chapter. Jude is one chapter. We uh, started in verse 3, finished in verse 4 last week. Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed, who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men, who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the Lord, only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So I taught through that last week and now we're going to go into verse 5 where we see Jude continuing to warn about false teachers and also counterfeit Christ's followers. Verse 5, but I want to remind you though you once knew this that the Lord having saved the people out of the land of Egypt 
afterward destroyed those who did not believe. So he's going to warn us here in the new covenant about something that took place in the old covenant, yet God doesn't change and he'll judge today just like he judged then. And that's something that many in the church, even pastors and teachers, either don't believe or won't tell you about. And so he uses 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, 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 he warns the church in Corinth of what he did in the same way Jude's warning here. Look at 1 Corinthians 10 beginning in verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted and do not become idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents, nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, all these things happened to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. So Jude and, uh, and also Paul, who's writing to the Corinthians, Paul warns about what took place with the Jewish people in the wilderness that rejected the Lord and didn't believe in Him and walked in wickedness. And the same judgment that happened to them is the way the Lord judges today. Well, that's not very politically correct. That's not very popular, is it? No, but it's true and we need to know that. And that's why Paul, writing to the Romans, says in chapter 15, verse 4, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. Paul tells us that we should learn from the Scriptures. And, and part of that learning is to know what not to do, what to stay away from, what's dangerous. Don't play with fire. And, and then Jude goes on from verse 5 to verse 6. And the angels who do not keep their proper domain but left their own abode. He has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. This is the great judgment of the day of the Lord. And the Lord will return as the nation's armies led by Antichrist are closing in on Jerusalem. The Lord will return and, and pour out his final judgment of this age which will begin then the day of the Lord, the millennial reign of Messiah Jesus. And then there's a final judgment at the end of that time. Let's take a look at it. So Messiah Jesus will judge these demonic angels from Noah's day. And that's what he's talking about in verse 6. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 3, 18 through 20. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but being made alive by the Spirit by whom he went and preached to the spirits in prison who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long-suffering waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is eight souls, were saved through 
water. These demon spirits that were active and energizing wickedness in Noah's day are held in chains. And the Lord, by the Spirit of Christ, went and preached the wrath and judgment upon them. Um, and then his resurrected body came out of the tomb. Well, you know the rest of the story. Well, also Satan and these demon spirits spoken of by Jude will be thrown into the lake of fire at the day of the Lord. Revelation 20 verses 1 through 3. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into a, the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till a thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. Let me give you some end time scenarios here. And Lord willing, I'll be teaching more on these things through the scriptures. Uh, so what's going to take place is when the Lord returns, he, before he starts his 1,000 year reign sitting on the throne of David in Jerusalem, he's going to throw Satan into the pit. He's going to throw him into what's called the pit. And at the end of the thousand years, he will be released. And I believe these demons spoken of by Jude will be released as well. Why? To tempt those on the earth who are still in human bodies. Still in human bodies, yes. We will return having been raptured. We will return with the Lord in glorified bodies. There will be a remnant of Israel that is saved and the sheep of the sheep and goats judgment on the nations in Matthew 25. That remnant, the sheep, will go into the 1,000 year reign of Christ in human bodies. Satan will be bound. So there will be a measure of sin on the earth, but the Lord will rule with a rod of iron and Satan won't be energizing sin on the earth. And the Lord's going to do some landscaping. It's going to be a, a, a marching towards the new Jerusalem where there's no sin any longer on the earth. And so during that time, people will be giving birth to sinners. Jesus will be sitting on the throne of David. They will know he's there. They'll be able to see him. But Satan will be released to tempt them to purge those who still reject Jesus the Lord. And we see this in Revelation 20, verse 7 through 10. Now when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to, the, to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. They went up on the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And they will be tormented day and night forever. Wow. 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 Now, having said that, let's look at Jude uh, 6. And seven, and the angels who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, his reserved in everlasting chains until darkness for the judgment of the great day. I just taught on that. Verse seven, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Folks, what I'm going to be sharing in the next segment of this program explains how the Lord judged Sodom and Gomorrah and how we see Sodom and Gomorrah's program has gone global in our generation. And we're going to see what God's Word says. 
that he's going to do about it. Oh, like never before, folks. This is a time to do what? To watch, therefore, for the coming of our Savior in the clouds for us. And to be ready. We'll be back in just a moment. I'm so very thankful for this Watch Therefore message that stirs the lukewarm out of their terrible condition to a fiery walk in Messiah Jesus and also presents the necessary urgency for this season to this generation of the lost. Oh, receive Jesus the Lord now while there's yet a little time. Now we also have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations that operates under Watch Therefore Ministries. Why? The Bible teaches that the gospel is to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our to the Jew first ministry is blessing Israeli believers, co-founded by myself and our ministry partner, John McTurnan, whereby we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and so much more and our To The Nations ministry poured out for the nations. We've been in Africa, I've been in about 10 African countries in the last 10 or 12 years with the gospel, making disciples, pastors conferences, helping orphans and widows. It's such a special opportunity. I also go across Nigeria, for example, to conferences with thousands of people preaching the Watch Therefore message and the gospel and other discipleship things from the scriptures. Now, I want to mention finances for a minute because this ministry is so very expensive. The airtime production costs way beyond anything I could do. But my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And I want to tell you, if you haven't yet received Jesus as Lord, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would enjoy the program and receive Jesus as Lord. Get saved today. But for those of you who understand sowing and reaping, laying your treasures up in heaven, and you're looking for a place to partner with the Lord, we believe this is a place for you to prayerfully consider. Also, we're reintroducing my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. It will help you in this hour of storms and trouble to find a place of refuge the Lord has provided, the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job. And we want to make sure everyone can get a book. So for a donation of any amount to watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers or Poured Out for the Nations, we'll send you a book, America's Ark. Make sure you place the name of the book, America's Ark, in the note or purpose section so that we know to get a book out to you as soon as possible. Now, we're going to go back to the program in just a moment. It's so important, more than ever, to watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. We're so thankful for our Watch Therefore Blessing Israeli Believers poured out for the nation's partners. And a special way to say thank you is that in addition to my book, America's Ark, for a donation of any amount to our ministry, we're also going to add a special calendar produced by Messianic believers here in Israel. All this calendar is so special. It has teachings, the dates of the Feast of the Lord, and much more. Again, thank you from Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We began the program today with me sharing with you that the 
the Bible is not a politically correct book, nor is the true and living God politically correct. He will not submit himself to the wicked whims of, of the sinful world. He's going to do what he will do according to his character and according to his word. And increasingly, there's a great attack on the word of God because of that. And, and so, in Jude, there's one chapter, verses 6 and 7, we see this great judgment of the Lord that is coming. And, and it's not politically for, correct for me to tell you why it's coming, but I have to tell you the truth in love, right? And, and so I'm going to do that. The Bible says, And the angels who did not keep their proper domain but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day, as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in a similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So this passage demonstrates the direct link with sexual perversion, homosexuality, and the wrath of God in this life, and then eternal fire. The wrath of God by fire, and then eternal fire. And so, you know, in the 1960s or so, the sexual revolution hit America and spread to much of the world. And now it has gotten so perverse that there's a homosexual movement that is politically funded and has reached into every part of society, even making it so men marry men and women marry women. And, and you want to see fire or fiery judgment in this life, look at California. Much of the time in much of California, there's fire. Strange fire, fire that is, that is unique, fire nados or fire tornadoes. You can watch them on TV. It's like watching the movie The Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston. These supernatural things that are happening, it's judgment from the Lord. Listen, folks, there's no such thing as Mother Nature. That's a Babylonian goddess concept, okay? But there is Father God, not Mother Nature, Father God. And he says he, he judges sexual perversion with fire. Sodom and Gomorrah are an exact and sure warning to America and where I live in Israel. What do you mean Israel? Well, we're in this time where the Lord has brought the Jewish people back from the nations unbelieving just before uh, he pours out his wrath on Israel and the nations, the whole earth, and then he returns. And so there's a lot of sin here in Israel. And in Tel Aviv, they promote with their chest stuck out proudly that Tel Aviv is the most homosexual city in the world. There's 200,000 homosexuals and all kinds of perversion comes from the nations to march through the streets of Tel Aviv and Jerusalem under the rainbow flag, the sign of the covenant the Lord made with Noah as it was in the days of Noah, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. So many societies today have given themselves over to fornication, including homosexuality. The, the sexual revolution started in the 60s and now has perverted and expanded and become so pervasive and powerful that in America, in all 50 states, it's law. Men can marry men and women can and do marry women. Uh, little boys in school, school think they're little girls. Little girls think they're little boys, right? And, and so we don't know the difference. We're getting to a place we don't know the difference between a man and a woman and a boy and a girl. That's how insane we've become. And we kind of operate like, no, that's no big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal to God. 
And he's going to do now what he did then. And, and, and see, uh, some would come at me and say, well, you know, um, homosexuality is just like any other sin. Well, it's a big deal today if people would admit it's a sin at all, right? But the reality is it's far worse than a lot of sins. Well, how can you say that? Well, it's true that every sin put Jesus the Lord on the cross, a little white lie or homosexuality. At the same time, there are certainly degrees of sin. What do you mean? Well, do we, do, do we lock people up for murder like you lock people up for being a pickpocket? I mean, come on. Have we gone that crazy? Think, think of this. Is there any other sin in the Bible that would provoke a society of men to want to rape God's angels? Hello? Well, well, what do you mean? Well, let's look at Genesis chapter 19 with Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, uh, the angels of the Lord, these two angels, are in Lot's house because Lot said, you got to get it. you got to get out of the open square here, right? These angels take, have, having taken on the form of, of men, two men. And, and so let's look what happens beginning in Genesis 19.4. Now, before they lay down the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they called to Lot and said to him, where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us that we may know them carnally. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him and said, please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See, now I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please let me bring them out to you, and you may do to them as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof, to protect them. And they said, Stand back. Then they said, This one came in to stay here, and he keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the man Lot and came near to break down the door. But the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door. And they struck the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great. So they became weary trying to find the door. What does this mean? That even after these angels struck them with blindness, all of the men of the city who had gathered together there to rape God's angels were still trying to claw their way to the door and beat down the door. Even though they weren't freaked out that they had been made blind. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't enough. They still wanted to get to these angels. You see, this is the aggressive nature over uh, a city, a region, now a world that has been given over to sexual immorality. I said to a pastor one time, I said, what did the Lord judge Sodom with before the final wrath that was poured out? And certainly the final wrath was poured out. You can't find, uh, there is no city called Sodom and Gomorrah. It hasn't been since this time. It was blowed off the earth. I said to this pastor, what happened before the final wrath? How did God judge them? He said, what do you mean? I said, he judged them with blindness. He judged them with blindness. The pastor said this to me. He said, what did he judge them with before blindness? I said, no. He said, pervasive homosexuality. Romans chapter 1 speaks of, of, a, of a generation that will be so given over to sin that God will turn them over. You want darkness, you want wickedness, have all you want. And it will consume them and run them right into the wrath of God. That's the world we live in today, folks. 
I, I hear pastors and church leaders saying it's okay for boys to want to be girls and little girls to want to be boys. It's absurd. It's insanity. See, we've been struck. When I say we, this world has been struck with blindness. But we who follow Messiah Jesus, we can have eyes that can see and ears that can hear. And certainly if you're watching today and you've been caught up, listen, I've led precious homosexuals to the Lord and seen them saved by Jesus and seen them, rep they repent. They repent and turn away from that madness. Yeah, it's not loving to tell someone's okay to go jump off a cliff. No, if you're watching today, God loves you. Whatever sin you're involved in, no matter how bad it is, no matter how, what kind of grip it has on you, it's sin, it's killing you. And you'll go to hell if you're not forgiven by God. But he wants to forgive you. And he, he'll do that right now. And he'll give you a brand new life. Yeah. Just like he gives those who are caught up in every other kind of horrible sin like I was. And he'll grant you repentance. He'll help you change your mind and turn away from that. And, and you can receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day. He rose again. But you have to repent. And believe in the gospel. You have to want to change and he'll help you change and he'll open your eyes and show you how much you need to change and you'll want to cooperate with him. It's his grace working in your heart, in your mind, in your life. Cry out to him today, oh Jesus Lord, I, I know that you love me. You want to forgive me. You want to save me from, from God's wrath and from, from hell. Please save me today. I believe you died on the cross for my sins and you rose again and I want to follow you. I want a new life. I want a life where I'm turning away from sin constantly and following you constantly. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Please contact us. We want to send you some information that will help you begin your new life in Christ. And for all of our viewers, wake up. Wake up today. Do not be consumed by the darkness that's spreading. Because the light of Messiah Jesus shining through you as you follow him as an authentic disciple, watching for him to come for us in the rapture and getting ready every day for that by purifying yourself, cooperating with God's grace to live a holy life. He'll work in you and your, the light that is in you will push back the darkness around you and you'll lead people to Jesus and bring them with us when we go. Yeah. So may the Lord bless you and thank you for joining me on the program today. Oh, Father, bless all of our viewers today and help us to watch their form be ready, Lord Jesus. Amen. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a dark time. It's such a difficult time. At the same time, it was in Noah's day. And what did Noah find? Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And His exceedingly abundant grace is available for you and me today. For us to watch therefore and to be ready. See you next time. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again. Our conquering king on that day, his sword will go forth to take back and re-